0: Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta.
1: All right, well, welcome to the program, friends. You are tuned in, dialed in to Solutions from the Huddle. Uh, Right here from the Queen City on ESPN Charlotte. You might be listening to this on one of our podcasts on Apple, Google, Stitcher, anywhere in the world that you can listen to podcasts. You can listen to Solutions from the Huddle. I am Titus Bartolotta, and I don't do the show alone. I'm sitting next to the world's greatest co-host ever. I mean, ever. I mean, forget about Ed McMahon. I don't (laughs) care about the... Chris Allison, good morning, sir. How are you, friend?
0: Titus, always great to talk to you, my friend. Thank you so much for allowing me to sit in with another fantastic guest on the show today. I'm excited about this one.
1: Yeah, you know, we we always have great guests, and we've said many times that today's guest is better than all the other ones, (laughs) and we're always lying, right? But today we're telling the truth. I mean, today we have the best guest
0: ever. I think it's a fascinating story. I can't wait to hear it.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great. Listen, we're going to get right into it. Uh, and so we start our show the same way every time. We ask that you'll join us, but here we go. Lord, we give you thanks for all things. We ask that you'll bless the show, our guests, our listeners, our sponsors, just everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to get right into it. You know, our listeners tune into this show because they want business advice. They want to learn. Uh, they want to grow. And one of the cool things about this particular episode is we're going to do a facebook live and so uh we're kind of excited the whole world is seeing a few minutes of this but let me tell you who's on the program we have dave sanderson on the program he's the founder and president of dave sanderson international which is based in charlotte north carolina here's the cool part on january fifteenth, two 2009 in new york's freezing hudson river Following a bird strike-induced loss of both engines, Dave was one of the 155 passengers uh, and also one of the last ones off the flight, the flight of 1549 known as the Miracle on the Hudson. He was largely responsible for making sure that everyone got off safely. That's our guest. We have Dave Sanderson. Welcome to the program, sir. just thank you
2: for having me today.
1: I'm excited to be with you. I got to tell you, I, I have had the pleasure to listen to your story before. And I want to do so little talking on this episode so that you can do so much talking. But really quickly, before we get into the story, uh, tell the world a little bit about your background and and why you're just so darn amazing. And then I want to get into the, the Hudson.
2: Well, I'm, I'm humbled by saying amazing. I don't know if I'm amazing or not. <laughs> well, I'm ask, saying it. Ask my wife that one day, <laughs> all right? Uh, but no, I, um, I had 30 plus years in sales and sales management experience. I also had the honor and privilege of being a... Security director for a guy name with Tony Robbins, so I had wow. a lot of background, yeah. Um, you know, in sales and business, but you know, I think we were really starving when I moved to Charlotte, and I found my first mentor who just took me on. His name was Bill, and I met him when I was managing a restaurant down on Woodlawn Road here in Charlotte. Wow. He uh, he wore a flannel shirt, drove a pickup truck, <laughs> and he, he had the preconceived ideas, right? Yeah. But this gentleman owned eighty movie theaters in North and South Carolina, was a wow. multimillionaire, and took me under his wing and was teaching me all these business principles and and how to really lead. And I think that was uh, probably one of the most influential times of my life because someone took me under their wing Mm. and saw enough in me where I didn't see enough in myself. Sure. And then sort of led me through the path and gave me great lessons. So now I have the opportunity and not only be able to share that with other people, but it served me that day on the Hudson River. That's why I call my book Moments Matter. because all these moments that added up, right, that you have in your life, and that one moment, that similar moment that everybody's going to have in their life. Yeah. Everybody's going to have that one moment. All these things come together. So I was just uh, it's a little bit of background. I me. Mean, I, I live in Charlotte. I'm excited to
1: be here. I love Charlotte. Been here Beautiful there. city, right? Been over here almost 40 years now. So your book, best-selling book, by the way, I like how you, did, yeah. you forgot to mention that part. Uh, for our listeners, we got a humble guy on the show. I say the word amazing. He wants <laughs> to pull the word away. But best-selling book, Moments Matter. Tell us a little bit. Uh, there's lots of moments, right? I mean, yeah. you just dropped. You worked with Tony Robbins for 15 years. Uh, those moments mattered. But I want to drive in and dial in on, um, on that day, on January 15th, 2019, when you were on flight 1549. Tell me about that moment and why it mattered so much.
2: Well, number one, I wasn't supposed to be on the plane. Okay. I think that was probably one of the critical things that I now start sharing is I was supposed to be on a, on a first class seat at 5 o'clock that night. But we got done early that day in a distribution center in Brooklyn, New York, and my job as a sales manager. And they, that, that one opened up at 2 o'clock in the morning, so we started our day early. Mm-hmm. That's why we got done early, about 10 o'clock. And that's why I was excited to get back to Charlotte. I was in a th- three-day business trip, and I travel over 100 times a year. So getting back early was a big win. So I got on that plane, so I wasn't supposed to be on that plane. That moment, that decision mattered more than anything. and changed mm-hmm. the direction of my life. But uh, as we know now, I mean, we, you know, we took off. There's nothing unusual to take off. Have you ever gone out of LaGuardia? You basically go out there over the water, and go north and circle around. But you know, 60 seconds after we took off is when I heard an explosion, on the plane and Kaylee, i never heard anything on a plane like that before. Mm. So, you know, and I, I wasn't paying attention, right? You know, everything on a plane. Yeah. Well,
1: you kind of zone out.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I knew everything, right? I fly a hundred times a year, no big deal. But then all of a sudden, you look out the window, you see fire coming out underneath the left wing. And all of a sudden it's like, man, something happened, but no big deal. lost an engine. It's happened before. I've, I've been on planes as law have lost engines before, mm. but when he started banking and can you know, I, I thought he was just going back to the airport he banked, and all of a sudden, I looked out the window, and I saw Manhattan. Mm. And I'd never seen that view of Manhattan before. Yeah. Right? And all of a sudden, I look out a little further, I see a bridge, which is later we found. It's a George Washington Bridge. i like would never seen that one before. So now things are starting to come together. It's like something really did happen. And then he made his famous you know, pronouncement, this is your captain, brace for impact. Wow. And that's when I think everything – I knew from my perspective, that's when I knew it was serious. And other people I've spoken to have used different words, but I think everybody knew at that point it was – not for, not going to be a good situation
1: yeah in that moment, how do you keep it together because we're talking about a moment where it's not like people are have trained for that, or especially the passengers right I mean maybe the maybe the crew has prepared, likely never gone through it, but they've prepared for it, but you, like every business owner and entrepreneur listening today, there are times in life where we 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 haven't practiced or we did practice, but we haven't done it in real time right. How did you not practice, never have gone through it before, but get through it? Well, I think the first
2: thing I'd like to talk about is, you know, the training that I had really that up to, I think really those moments contributed to that. What I mean by that is this, you know, being around somebody like Tony Robbins and being around in personal development and things like that, one thing you learn is how to manage your state, how to manage your mind. And, you know, when I tell people, and people are like, well, you mean by state management? I say, well, it's how you manage your mind when the things hit, right? Yeah. And so when something happened, you know, the questions you ask yourself, right? And, it's, you know, it could be negative questions or positive questions. So I ask different kinds of questions in my mind. And then when and all of a sudden you find out that they were going into the river, right? All of a sudden, then you got to sort of prepare yourself a couple of different ways, right? Physically, mentally, and emotionally, and that's what I was starting to do. So, you know, I, I put my head down, I prayed. So first I was getting myself alignment, right? Mm-hmm. Second thing I did is I braced physically because that's what you're supposed to do. And I didn't know how to brace. No one knows how to brace sure. until you have to brace. Yeah. But, you know, mentally is like I put the game plan together. And I mean, I was in business. And I think one of the things that doesn't get talked about a lot about the situation, but I, I think it's a contributing factor, a large contributing factor, is the passenger makeup of that plane about the team. Because if you look at the, that passenger makeup of that, that plane, it was about 90% plus business people. Now, contrast that to coming out of, say, Orlando, where I was at yesterday. Totally different. 90% people going on Disney World trips, 10% business people. I was one of the few people who were in business. So you look at the business people who have a different mindset. It's like, okay, we've got to put a plan together and execute. Sure, I think that
1: had a contributing, large contributing factor to what happened that day. You know, what's so interesting to me is that it went so quickly. I think that those of us that watched the movie, right, or or watched all the media coverage, it's easy to think that it was this long <laughs> experience. But one of the things that I think is so brilliant, after having heard your story before, is that it all happened so fast. You had to do what you just said really quickly. Yep. How how hard was that? I mean, it's hard enough to do it, right? But you had to do it in seconds, not minutes or hours.
2: I think that was, once again, one of the things that just I, I learned and trained for is you got to be able to make decisions and execute quickly. Now, you contrast that. Look at what the captain did. I mean, he had less time to make those decisions, mm. right? So training had to kick in very quickly, right? Decision-making had to kick in very quickly. And I think that, I mean, for me personally, I think be, being in situations where, in, whether it's in sales or business, but even with when I was a Tony, having to make decisions quickly because things have to happen right now, helped and contributed to my opportunity to say, you know, okay, if this happens, I'm going to do this. If this happens, I'm going to do this. And I think that, for me, put me in a state of uh, as much certainty as I could be in an uncertain situation. There's one thing you learn going down in a plane crash: is the only thing you have certain is the way you manage your mind. Everything mm. else is totally uncertain. So I had to put myself as in a certain uh, uh, sort of a state that I possibly could, knowing that there's total uncertainty on the other side. And the other side could have been I didn't make it. Sure. And then I had to, but I had a certainty that if I did make it, at least I made peace. Yeah. And I was going someplace else, and hopefully my wife did. So what I, I asked her to do is pay off the house. Yeah.
1: You know? <laughs> well, tell me this. Um, you know, folks are listening right now, and you're based in Charlotte. Now, our program airs in Charlotte. Uh you're like me in some regards, you're, you're a business coach or a life coach, you're you're a speaker. How does somebody listening now just to the first few minutes of this interview, how if they're already in love with you like I am, how do they find a way to do business with you? Uh what's the website? What's the name of the company so that people can have you at their next event or maybe have you a, a, as their personal coach?
2: Well, I appreciate that. The best way to get in touch with me is davesandersonspeaks.com. That's my website. But, you know, what's interesting now is I'm getting to much more interaction on LinkedIn. So mm, check okay. out Davis Sanderson on LinkedIn. I put, every day I put out new content um, every day about leadership because one of the things I talk about, my new course is called Cultivating Personal Leadership because it all starts with your personal leadership. Mm. If you want to be a servant leader, you got to start serving yourself first. And that's one of the things, the distinctions I had to make. So my new course is called Cultivating Personal Leadership because I want people to understand there are strategies and skills to be able to lead yourself first so you can lead other people. Because one thing i learned years ago, Titus, is this, you know, you know, leaders don't lead projects, leaders lead people.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: And I talk about that in my, in my t- speaking because a lot of people think, well, I'm going to lead this project. No, you're leading people on the project. Yeah. And that day, if you look at that day as a business situation, you can look at this as a project. I mean, you got it down, now we got to get out. Okay, so it's phase one, getting it down, got it. Phase two, getting out, water's coming in. It's a project. Yeah. So, but people lead people. And when I had the opportunity to be with General Norman Schwarzkopf many years ago when I was with Tony, one of the things he told me one day was, when you get an opportunity to lead, lead. Mm. So I think um, that's how you get in touch with me. I think because of LinkedIn, I love to interact because I leave all this great new content out every day so people can understand how to lead yourself first.
1: You know, I tell clients all the time that it's not about being in charge. It's about understanding that you have a responsibility of those you're charged with. And that's really what you just said. How often do you see professional people miss that in such a major way and they keep trying to grow the business instead of grow the people?
2: I, I see it a lot. Do you see that a lot? I see that a lot in business. And that's uh, one of the things that I try to get across in my message is, you know, everybody's looking, like, we talk about the project, right? Well, mm-hmm. I got a project called Sales. Right? Yeah. And I've got to lead the sales and sales, sales, sales. But really, you need to develop the people and the leadership in those people. That's right. So they can lead themselves. Because, candidly, you don't need to be out there every time with them. Yeah. Right? You need to be, have them to be able to step up and lead the sales project, if that's a sales project or a project of you know, in, implementing an IT project. Because that way, because one of the questions I ask when I do my daily flash briefing on Alexa is this. you want to be in charge? you want to be in control? Mm. And people struggle with that question. Because going back and forth, well, if I've in control, I can handle it, but by my control, I gotta be involved all the time. And that was a great question Bill asked me when we started, he first started mentoring me. And that sort of put my mindset differently where I had this, I was told, totally about control and certainty. And I had to sort of shift that mindset to, you know what, I really need to be in charge, look at the bigger, bigger picture. And that one thing when Bill taught me, it's changed sort of the way I not only handle my business, but hopefully help mentor other people's. I ask that, I ask that question every time I'm with somebody.
1: You know, good attitude, good mindset, good strategy can manage a bad situation. Bad mindset, bad, you know, attitude, bad strategy can't manage a good situation. How often do you recall and recant that day where a bad situation only was able to be managed because of a great mindset, a great strategy, um, and maybe even a great attitude?
2: Well, I think every day something comes up. And that's what's really amazing. I think people who have gone through a traumatic life experience, whatever you want to call it—whether it's a tornado, hurricane, heart attack, plane crash, whatever you want to call it—recall mm-hmm. something every day. And so every day I'm sort of thinking about, you know, certain aspects of that. So then I can bring a distinction out and it's something that I learned. So people can say, you know, okay, all stuff's breaking loose. If I show a picture in my presentation where all stuff's breaking loose. I actually got an audio tape from the ferry. Because someone put the phone up to my mouth and said, call your wife. And I left this message, and I have it on my phone at home. And I said, people can hear what was really going on. So people can get really some, some deep understanding that this is just – people just didn't get on a wing and walk home. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people come to me and say that. we well, just got on a wing and you went home. Nothing in life's that easy. The movie didn't, you know, depicted it very well, but there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes. And that's why I try to tell people is, you, know, you got to be ready for all these things. You know, one of the things I talk about is process saves lives. Mm -hmm. It's not just the process of how you do something, but the process financially or emotionally, physically, spiritually. You've got to have processes together for each part part of your life because all of a sudden things can crumble pretty quick if you don't have that mindset of a process.
1: I want every single listener to have the mindset of staying tuned in. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but on the other side of this break, we're going to hear the details and the process that saved so many lives that day on the New York Hudson. Don't leave. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte.
0: Carolina Volkswagen is not only known for their locally owned top customer service and no haggling approach since 1991. They also feature one of the area's top service departments. Visit Carolina Volkswagen today at 7800 East Independence Boulevard and discover why their service department is so well respected. Online at carolinavw.com alpha graphics charlotte located in pineville is a marketing and print solutions company that helps businesses of all sizes they provide services such as graphic design printing signage direct mail promotional products and expert project execution with the ultimate goal of promoting your brand to get noticed and get business contact alpha graphics charlotte in pineville today and let them show you all the different types of marketing and branding solutions that they can provide Hey, this is Titus Bartolotta from Collaborative Solutions Group.
1: Yeah, I'm an author. I'm a busy uh, business professional. I own multiple companies. But the truth is, I'm a father, I'm a husband, and I am in my home all the time. I wanted to take just a quick minute and share with the whole world uh, that my good friend Danny Castillo of Quality Air of the Carolinas has done some amazing things in our home. They've helped to make our air quality Far more clean, healthy, and pure. I recommend everybody take a moment to reach out to their company and find out how you can improve the quality of air in your home, too.
0: Think about how much your car does for you. Carrying you around, getting you to places on time, the kids do appointments, taking you for a night on the town, and even plays the radio for you while you're driving. So consider everything your car does for you. Is not it a time you did something nice for your car? Bring your car into your local Jiffy Lube for a signature service oil change with Pennzoil Motor Oil. We will check, inspect, and fill vital fluids, ensuring your car is ready for whatever you ask of it, and you won't even have to lift a finger. Get on your car's good side today with a signature service oil change at Jiffy Lube.
1: All right, and we're back. You are listening to Solutions from the Huddle, and whether you podcast this, whether you listen to it live, Uh, The bottom line is we're just grateful that you're here and you can get exposure for your business. Uh, You can get branding. You can do all kinds of fun things with
0: us right here at ESPN Charlotte. It's easy to do. Uh, What do they need to do, Chris? Yeah, simple email gets the process started. Chris at ESPN730.com. Chris at ESPN730.com as we continue with the great Dave Sanderson, who is in Charlotte, from Charlotte, 40 years here in Charlotte, and also one of the heroes Um, on the miracle on the Hudson and Dave just to to continue the story um, you know if you could take us back to Uh, I I think part of the tremendous aspect of this is that you were one of the last off the plane. And uh, uh, I I, I could imagine everyone wanted off that plane as quickly as they could have possibly gotten off of it. So take us through those moments and and what was going on behind the scenes uh, from your perspective.
2: Well, when we got down, number one, you know, and also I looked out the window. I knew we were alive. I was alive. Yeah. Right. So good. We're there. Right. The water's coming in quickly. So, candidly, Chris, my game plan was to get to the aisle, get up and get out. Yeah. That was my game plan. And so, but I, when I got to the aisle, all of a sudden something happened. And, and my mother, who had passed away in 1997, I heard her talking in my head. Mm. And there's something she would tell us when my, my brother, sister, and I when we were a kid, is if you do the right thing, God will take care of you. Mm. Which I tell people, after I thought about that later on, She didn't say, do the right thing. She said, if you do the right thing, which made me make a choice. Mm. And one of the great things about my mother is she always made us make a decision, Mm. which is something I think I need to do better as a parent, make Mm. our kids make decisions. So they're ready to make decisions Mm. when that time hits. So the decision I made was see if I could help somebody else. Because I didn't know of anybody in the back of the plane how that that situation was going. So I went to the back of the plane, got behind everybody, and started making my way out. Mm. You know, and the first light that I saw was on the right side was it came 10F on the right side of the little window, right? Mm -hmm. So I just started getting out like everybody else. But I looked out, all of a sudden, there was no room on the wing. The wing was filled up. Looked over, there's no room on the boat. So that's why I was inside the plane for about seven minutes, waist deep in 36-degree water. Mm -hmm. I held on to the lifeboat it was floating out into the river and people were screaming at me. So, you know, it wasn't by choice. It was by just because there was no room on the wing or the boat for me that I was in the plane, Mm -hmm. came one of the last passengers out. Hmm.
1: how exactly did you okay let me word it this way there are times that I hear a noise and get spooked Hmm. and then remember after the fact oh I'm supposed to make sure my wife and kids are okay Okay, I'm human and where I want to be a gladiator every time and every moment I want to be the hero of every movie I've ever watched the truth is There have been moments in my life where a car backfiring, a noise startled and scared me, and I I wish I would have reacted better. In that moment, when the water is filling the plane, Mm. and your mindset and your heart is, we got to make sure everyone's okay, how do you stay in that moment that mattered so much so that when you leave that moment, you get to be super proud of you being in that moment? Well, I appreciate that because I think, once again, it goes back to a couple
2: of moments in my life earlier because I grew up outside of Cincinnati, Ohio, a small town. I played sports, athletics, Boy Scouts, but I always was around a group of guys, and the group of guys that I hung with always had each other's backs. We never left anybody behind, whether it was good or bad, mm-hmm. right? So I think that mindset that I had you know, just being a kid and growing up, and I grew up in, you know, later on in Virginia, the same thing, I had a group of guys playing sports. So I think that mindset of you never left anybody behind, you know, was sort of what started that mindset that day. It stayed in that moment. And fortunately for me, I witnessed something before that happened that gave me the way to do it because people ask me all the time. You've probably seen that picture of people standing on the wings, right? Mm -hmm. And people ask me, how do people get out so quickly? Well, a lot of people got very resourceful and got top of the seats and walked down the seats. Which was another great metaphor for my life now, because when in life and business you think you only have one way to get something done, when all of a sudden if you're resourceful, multiple options and choices open up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that gave me the shots. Like, you know, how am I going to get to the back of the plane? I just start climbing back to seats. So, I think the mindset from growing up when I was young—you never leave anybody behind. The boys, the boys started. We always took after care of the boys, including myself. Sort of gave
1: me, helped me stay in that moment. Let's switch into what you do for a living today. Yeah. You develop and create more effective leaders tomorrow than they were yesterday. Um, And again, that website is? DaveSandersonspeaks.com. Okay. So how true? I think that we leave people behind in business, don't we? I mean, leaders do this all the time. The old school mindset is, hey, listen, Fred, it's not working out. You're not doing a good job. You're not performing. If you don't get it turned around, you're probably not going to be working here next month. You know, we don't do that with our kids, though, right? We don't sit down our son and go, listen, we're putting you up for adoption next month, right? We don't leave our kids behind, but, but we leave our employees behind. We don't demonstrate empathy where we go, hey, you're missing the boat. You're not hitting the mark. Are you okay? Like, we don't do that part. We, don't, we, don't, we leave them behind as the business moves forward. Um, how do we get leaders to stop having that old school mindset? You're a professional and you yep. teach people this we got to quit leaving our team members behind in the business world because yep. we're doing it at a high level, aren't we?
2: I agree, and I'll give you sort of a story which sort of opened my mind to that. Um, I was doing an interview with a group of the passengers, and we were on, I think, Good Morning America, or I forget which one. But we got done with the interview, and there was somebody from the plane who was very upset. And he was not feeling really well, so he was sort of pushing out to people saying, you know, sort of get away from me, I don't want to see you people again. I started thinking like everybody else, what's wrong with this guy, right? We survived a plane yeah. crash. We're on one of the biggest TV shows in the world. But what I found out about him is he just lost his job and he lost his wife. He's going through a divorce. I'm like, oh. how many times in my life I don't know the backstory of somebody and I make a judgment that quick? How many relationships, jobs have I lost because I made quick judgments? Mm. And if I could become less judgmental, this is one of the biggest lessons I have and one of the biggest lessons I teach, if you can become less judgmental, See, like Martin Luther King said, judge people by the content of their character. If I could change that one thing, how could that change my life? I started changing that, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm speaking at the Supreme Court. I'm doing things that, you know I never thought because I changed that mindset. So I think the, the, the answer to the question I would give you is this. We become less judgmental. We find out the backstory of what's going on, just like you said, so we have more empathy and say, okay, I understand we got some things going on. How can we help you work through that so you're a more productive associate? Yeah. And I think that, that one mindset, being less judgmental is one thing that's changed dramatically in my life.
1: So, be less judgmental equals uh, the abil- a greater ability to not leave people behind. And not leaving people behind equals a more productive, conducive environment for growth and performance.
2: Yeah, because one of the things we talk about, I talked about is how, how do 155 people who didn't know each other or care about each other come together in six minutes to do something that never been done? Mm. How's that happen? You don't care about them, you don't even know them. But you check your ego at the door, leaders step up, leaders lead people, right yeah. And one thing you learn you know ties when you go down in a plane crash I don't care if you're the CEO of Bank of America or you're the guy who's the janitor at midnight. you're the same. yeah great ego it answer. doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> now you, now you don't everybody's the same right yeah. Just check egos at the door. I love it. as we have our last few minutes here in the program, um, I want folks that haven't read your book to go read your book. Where can they get a copy of the book The Moments Matter
2: Well Fortunately for me, it's out on Amazon, so you can get an e-copy on Amazon or a physical copy on Amazon. Or just tell you what I love to do is be able to autograph the book for people. So if you go to my website, DaveSandersonspeaks.com and get the book there, I'll be more happy. I'll personalize and or autograph the book. So those are the two best ways to be able to get the book.
0: I love it. Dave Sanderson here on Solutions from the Huddle. Quick one for me. Uh, How would you describe the relationship now, years, years later of the 155 that were on the plane?
2: I think there's a bond that everybody has. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, everybody's gonna sort of go on their different ways. Some people have, have checked out, mm-hmm. which like I just mentioned, sometimes, mm-hmm. hey, you don't judge people, they gotta do what they gotta do. But I think everybody realizes, especially this is the 10th anniversary year, mm-hmm. um, we were a part of, of history, that's something that still people still talk about. Mm-hmm. I think we understand that we have a responsibility and we, we're a sort of a group that will always sort of be together and at least in January of every year, comes back together yeah
0: and your passion and and your thoughts on on who landed that plane Uh, he he
2: did an amazing job i'll be forever grateful to him Hmm. uh i think the crew not not only captain but the entire crew did an amazing a fabulous job Hmm.
0: all right what a great what an unbelievable story and and obviously Dave's turned this into um, being one of the great community leaders here in Charlotte and, and I'm sure around the country as well and uh, congratulations on all of your success thank you very much I'm honored I, to be here yeah. I will tell
1: you for all of the folks listening um, one of the, the things that we say uh, Dave and I say in, in this industry of self-help and personal development and growth is to never have this scarcity mindset but have an abundance mindset and we say it but, but Dave probably would, would, would co-sign this, that not everyone lives that in our industry. We all say it in the, in the coaching world, but we don't do it. So let me, let me lead by example here uh, in an abundance mindset. If you're a CEO, if you're a business professional in the greater Charlotte uh, region or, or, or abroad, you got to make sure that you're adding coaching and development into your growth and, and, and go-to-market plan. And maybe Dave might be the solution you're looking for. Maybe Dave and his ability to advance the vision of your vision Uh, of your business and and your life uh, might be what you're lacking. That might be the piece of the puzzle that gets you to the next level, that grows your profit and allows the technicians in your company to become the leaders of your company. So I highly encourage folks and recommend them to go visit Dave's website. Learn more about him. He's got to be speaking at your next event. He's (laughs) got to be coaching and teaching your team. Uh, That's my endorsement. So thanks to everyone that tuned in. We'll see you next week. Don't you dare miss an episode of Solutions from the Huddle right here. On ESPN Charlotte. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, we ask that you come back every Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. If you want to listen to the show on demand and online, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks
0: again for your support. We hope you come back. Titus Bartolotta is an entrepreneur, philanthropist, and community leader in Charlotte, and now an author of a dynamic book entitled The Master Within. This book was designed to motivate, energize, and educate. Learn how to paint with brush strokes of brilliance when you discover how to release the master living inside yourself. The Master Within makes a great gift for family, co-workers, and anyone searching for personal development. Again, the book is entitled The Master Within by Titus Bartolotta, and it's available anywhere books are sold, including Amazon.com. The preceding commercial program was sponsored and paid for by the hosts of this program, Charlotte, North Carolina, which is solely responsible for its content.